So I had to quit my job. I don't know if I even discussed that I was thinking about quitting my job, but I had to quit it because it was placing too it was the it was the reason why I was fighting with my man so fucking much and it wasn't sustainable for me like what's best for me right now long term while I enjoy that job it's definitely staying with my boyfriend over this stupid part-time job there I'm only working two fucking days and while again I love the job I liked that it added structure to my life I liked that I had the ability to go out and do something and be productive and feel like I was contributing back to society it just like the cons and the pros were just not they were they were overbearing (laughs) themselves um like then again the negatives were outweighing the positives and I was fighting with my boyfriend way too fucking much and he was also like adding these girls back in which is fucked up right like it was really fucked and again I get the situation with the friends or the girls and whatever his ex-babies I get the situation that like he's just doing stuff and whatever he's gonna bring them I know they want to go out I know they want money whatever I understand all of that and like I get it. It's just that that's my man. I get it. It's just that, like, it wasn't a great feeling and it was causing a lot of strain. And I don't like, like, I finished work and my boyfriend's nowhere to be seen, right? Like, I wanted him to be there when I was done and waiting for me. And the whole situation was just super fucked up. And honestly, just it makes me fucking angry that I had to quit my job in order for that man to act right. But if he honestly respected me, he wouldn't have been doing fuck shit while I was at work, right? And I just didn't see it going anywhere positive. Honestly, it shouldn't be like that. Like, now that I talk about it out loud, I'm like, I had to quit my job because my boyfriend wouldn't stop fucking around when I was at work. And again, maybe it's not as bad as, like, I think it is in my head but it wasn't right like I look at last year this time him and I were doing so much more shit during the winter like going everywhere going on trips like even if they were local picking up stuff staying overnight and it's like I couldn't do any of that shit these last two months because I had this fucking job cock blocking me cock blocking my life quite literally so well, everything was super fucked up about the reasons why I had to quit my job. It's just super, it's more relaxed now. It's less of a burden on me. It's freeing up my schedule, freeing up my time with my man. And while he acted like, oh, don't quit your job in the beginning, I feel like he's, I didn't really explicitly tell him all now that I've quit my job, but I feel like he's, I don't want to say more accepting of it, but, like, I don't even think he's noticed that I stopped working. To him, we're just back to what we were two months prior. At first, it felt a little bit weird to me not having to go to work. I probably quit my job for, like, two weeks now. In the first two weeks, ironically enough, like, I could have gone to work. 
my first two weeks like I was really at home on Saturdays and I was like fuck but anyways overall it's way better it's less of a burden I hated waking up early and I'm back to living my life and I'm not saying that I'm against having a job but like those days of the Saturday like Saturday's the day that I see my boyfriend right like that's our day and having to work on the day that you have with your man like it really fucking shortens your time and if you want your man to miss you like you don't fucking have to have a job in order or keep a job in order for your man oh shit me to be exiting are y'all gonna let me exit out here you have to have or keep a job in order for your boyfriend to like have whatever a distance or a break from you or whatever like me and him we don't see each other usually we're not supposed to see each other during the week i don't know guys it's pretty fucked up though if i don't call him or text him during the week like he won't see me again fucked up the whole situation's always been fucked up but um say lovey let me see what this girl's saying because I'm supposed to be buying hair from her. Oh, yeah, we're going to Florida this weekend. I mean, I'm not even weekend, this week. In the middle of the week, we're going to Florida and we're going to be there. We're going to be together for a few fucking days, all the way until Monday, which is a long fucking time. That's five days, and he wants me to come over Tuesday night. It was super fucking last, not, I don't think it's last minute, because he told me he promised me he would take me to Florida after we didn't get to go to Arizona, but he's taking me to Florida, and my belly button ring, I don't know what it is, it's irritated, it's infected, I don't know what the fuck is going on with it, but it's like exploding. Anyways, he (laughs) promised me he was going to take me to Florida, and, um... We're going, but he never fucking told me. Until, like, the week off. He told me, like, Sunday we were going, Saturday we were going, but on Wednesday, and it was like, that's great. Thanks for that warning. And I was so annoyed because I just taken out my hair, but I'm going to go buy some new weave. I'm very excited. It's fucking expensive, but it's human hair, and I bought from this girl before, and the hair quality was fucking amazing. Super pricey, but, like, it was really good hair, so I'm going back to her for bundles. I was talking about a wig. The wig itself wasn't fucking good, but the hair in it was, like, sexy. It was amazing, curled well, fucking body, everything you'd want your hair to have. So I'm buying it from her, 613 hair. If you're white, I'm buying blonde hair. And I'm going to color it myself. This girl's charging $80 to fucking color it. I almost considered. But, like, the money I fucking had to spend, again, on the hair alone? Child. And it cost me, like, 10 bucks to color my hair by myself. 10 bucks and 30 minutes of my time. Like, yeah, so... I'm super excited to go do my hair. At first, I was freaking the fuck out. Because, again, I had no fucking warning time. It's just, bam, uh, we're leaving tomorrow. And I was like, great. Like, 
in actuality, I only had 48 hours to prepare myself for this trip. He took me shopping. Oh my God. fuck is going on there but anyways he took me shopping yesterday and I kid you guys not he bought me two thousand dollars worth of clothes so and we went to guest slash marciano and the stuff there's fucking expensive but he was like you know what when you look at it everything's fairly priced and I was like okay sir like as long as you're the one paying I don't mind but I love where we are in this at this part in our relationship where like you like me enough to like really spend crazy money on me like that like you know your main bitch when he'll just see you shopping like that and I realized with him, all I have to do, or not all I have to do, but really what matters the most is, like, the justification for why I need XYZ. So, like, the price is whatever. But again, guys, (laughs) I think he has stupid money, too, so I don't really, like... You know when they say, like, Kylie Jenner, like, when she donated that $5,000, that's really, like, a coffee to her? Like, it's kind of that equation. So, I think, too, sometimes, you know, they're saying they're spending XYZ amounts on you, but it's really not even... It's really not even the equivalent, or not even equivalent, like, of what money, you know, means to someone else. Anyways, I don't know if that even makes sense. This girl really doesn't give me her address to pick up the weed from her. No, I don't mind, but... She better be selling good hair or I'm coming right back to her doorstep. I'm kidding. I'm not that crazy. Anyways, I'm gonna... I'm gonna buy this hair and I'll call you guys after. Okay, so I'm gonna go buy a bikini, I guess. I cannot fucking dick around my day again, because a girl, a bitch, has so much fucking stuff I need to be doing for school. Because, again, he dropped this on me fucking last minute, and I'm like, I hate bringing schoolwork on these trips, on trips in general. It really fucking kills the vibe of any trip, because you're just thinking about it the entire time like I gotta fucking complete xyz I gotta submit all that bullshit anyways I just bought the hair it looks super yellow I'm nervous I'm hoping that we'll be able to color it a little bit better but yeah um what was I saying so I I can't like again I use that last example or whatever to illustrate that like I can't give you guys hats for like if the man doesn't have money or if he's not into shopping like that my boyfriend loves to go shopping to him like I'm just like a little Barbie doll for him to dress up and again like main bitch vibes too right like girlfriend vibes so (laughs) the 
advice that I can give you guys, though, if you find yourselves in a similar situation, if whatever, for whatever reason that you can, the advice that I would give you, for one, is you got to bring them shopping with you. And you got to also... You got to make them love you and the clothes as well. Like, it's not enough that you like the clothes. They have to also be in agreement, like, that the clothes are nice, especially if they're pricey. If you, But also, like, the alternative is bringing someone somewhere that's not so expensive or that expensive that they can, like, actually afford, you know, the items. So figure out your guys' price range and take them shopping and also try on the clothes that's what my boyfriend says like everything I have to try on he won't buy me anything just from looking at it and he'll make me literally we were in there two hours and I was just trying on stuff and like his thing is again he won't buy me anything unless he likes it too on the clothes making sure they like it making sure you like it making sure that it looks good on you stores like guess and marciana and like even aritzia their clothes are really catered to like hug or made to hug your body so those are probably the easiest stores i'm thinking of like just clothing that hugs your body looks good to make someone see it on you and be like wow i'm in love and to be honest, sometimes I give my man such a hard time. Every fucking time you go out, I give him a hard time. Like, you have no taste. You you don't know what looks good on me. You're, you have the worst taste ever. And, like, the clothes he picks up when I try them on. That's why he always is like, you need to try it on. Because when you try it on, it can look so fucking different on your body than, like, it does just sitting there. Of course. And, um... Also, my when again clothing shopping, I guess is a little harder. But when I went to Sephora with my man, I used justifications and like I went through each product and I explained to him like why I needed it. I was like, I need this to brighten my eyes. I need this to color my eyes. I need this to match my skin color. And like he really and again he has the money to be like that but like he really couldn't argue against it and also what I would recommend to you guys 110 million percent is get extra products in there get some extra things in there and act like you really want them and then be willing to like sacrifice them or not be willing but like look like you're sacrificing them in order to be reasonable that is my best piece of advice actually and I didn't do this on things that I didn't want. Like, for sure, get some items in there that you don't want so he can see that you're, like, taking it out and being like, okay, it's fine. Probably put six items in there and be like, okay, I can sacrifice this. I can sacrifice that. It's okay. I don't really need this one. You know what? I really like this, but it's okay. I'd rather have this instead, you know? So, for sure, 
make quote unquote sacrifices so that it looks like you're being reasonable and he'll definitely respect the fact that you are again willing to make sacrifices and again be reasonable in what you want so I this is a really piece of sorry really good piece of advice I didn't do this when I went to Sephora but I did end up sacrificing a few items that like again they were they were items that I genuinely want I genuinely wanted except um what was it they were items that I genuinely wanted yeah because I didn't do that put extra stuff in the cart and take them out because I didn't know when I got to my boyfriend guys this is fucking hilarious I don't know if I told you guys this story when I went to Sephora and I told you guys how much he spent on me in the end I did explain this but in the beginning this man was telling me I could spend only $300 and I was like sir my entire cart is at least like it's not even like I said these two items right here It said these two items right here are at least worth $400. Like, there's no way. And also, my man loves makeup as well. He really likes makeup. So, if you also can appeal to things that they like and what you like, that would also be super helpful. And really, it's a game of making your man feel like he's the one in control. Another thing you could do, again, is getting things that you like and giving them the option. This is another, this is a great tactic, actually, just for persuasion in general. Giving them two options and saying, which one do you like more? And if you really like one over the other, you should also give reasons why that one you like is better. If you're trying them on as well, like if it's clothes, that would help. And you say, oh, look at this way and that, sorry, look at the way it hugs my stomach. Look at the way it complements my skin. And then the other one, you go like, oh, this one's really cute, blah, blah, blah. But which one do you prefer? And you let them choose. And then again, they think they're the ones in control. It's always about the illusion of control men always want to feel like they're the ones calling the shots making all the decisions and you'll find again that they're less they're more reluctant when it's not their decision do you want to go to gas or do you want to go to aritzia like again figuring out ways to make them think they're in control a lot of you guys have talked to me about guys who like to buy you lingerie. That's really cute. Can make me think? I'm going right now to La Vie and Rose to find some bathing suits because they have outlets like literally all over the place. And yeah, I need a bathing suit for when I go out. Um. for when I get to Florida. I want to look hot. Well, I want to take pictures. This is my thing. I just need pics. 
So I gotta make sure, but I like even find a day where I wake up early just to like go out and get some sexy ass photos for my Instagram. That's my thing. Otherwise, what's the point? Um. Another thing I wanted to talk to you guys about was Sorry, blanking. I don't know what I wanted to talk to you guys about. Um, yeah. I enjoy sharing my sugar experience. I also had a little mini story time to tell you guys about, again, relating back to a previous topic that I've discussed on here, which was, like, how I talked about, like, I said essentially you're happier when you know less people, when you have the opinions of less people to guide you. Now, most of my life, I feel like I've been a lone wolf. I've been kind of this independent girl who is only dependent on a man, but she, like, it could be any man, so she's not really dependent. Well, I do, I have a lot of dependency on my boyfriend right now, but... But she's independent, as in, like, she doesn't have friends. <laughs> she's a lone wolf, as in, she's not in a pack, she's by herself. And... I just find it really hard to have friends and keep friends. And in one of the, my recent podcasts, I talked about why I prefer this alone journey and how people kind of just slow you down and I raised like an interesting fact I talked about the opinions of other people and how it holds you back and how you're much happier when you like don't have you know the words of other people in your head I find a lot of the time I talk to people and while you're still trying to be like open-minded and like tell me how you feel and whatever and you can't be fucking closed off or closed-minded to like the opinions of other people's whose views don't match with yours because honestly that's not a cute look at all like fuck I totally forgot I was supposed to go get my lash my eyebrows up but I could do that tomorrow why am I in a rush I'm not in a rush um I see I'm probably gonna have to go in there To me, this sounds like just going to Florida for five days with my man sounds like <laughs> a super close bonding experience trip kind of thing. 
I think this is a lot of time together for what he normally wants, but I don't, I don't know. Anyways, um, what was I talking about? Um, oh yeah. Yeah, so I'm saying you can't be closed off to what other people think about you. That's, like, not a cute look to say that you believe only what you think is right is right. And, like, live so independently without, you know, feedback or whatever. It's kind of fucked up. You can't live like that. And it's just, uh, it's a bad way to look. But anyways... What you can do is, like, if you don't know people, <laughs> then it's kind of justified in its way because you're not being closed-minded there. You just you just don't know anyone who's going to give you that second opinion. But anyways, I believe it when I, I, I still support it when I said that, like, kind of living independently is, like, the happiest way that a person could live, right? No judgments, no expectations, social media kind of moves us away from that sense of like independent thinking because now you're so you're overwhelmed by like what other people are doing what other people think of you and you're not really able to live independently in the era of social media and I hate that because I'm it only holds you back remember I told you but it only holds you back. I was going to say, but sometimes it can push you forward because you always want to be doing bigger things. But I take that statement back because I gave you guys the example of my American friend who was going to stay in that really horrible relationship again because of what other people think about her. She was, again, held back by the opinions of other people. And it's not, it's never going to be a good way to live. It's never going to fucking advance you anywhere. It's just going to slow you and hold you back. She's in a toxic relationship, but she's not willing to move out of it because she wants to be posting where she lives on her Snapchat all the time. She doesn't actually want to live happy. She wants to be able to say she's living somewhere prettier, pretty instead of somewhere. Thank you. Okay. She wants to be able to say that she's living somewhere pretty over somewhere where she's, like, genuinely safe and happy. Okay. Which is an unrealistic way to live. You can't live like that. You need to live independently. So that way you can make decisions that are best for you. And if you're living with other people's thoughts in mind all the time. Like you're not making, again, those healthy decisions for your own mental health. You're living. Lexi, what the fuck does that mean? living for other people essentially and we can't do like that you'll never be happy living for other people living in fear of 
of what other people think, buy what other people think. It's just, it's not realistic. Anyways, like, I'm going to go in here, try on some bathing suits, hopefully find two that I like that are going to look bomb on picture. Wish me luck because it is a fucking struggle in there. So I just came back from the store and of course everything that I picked up, like I, I went to an outlet store so that things would be cheaper and they had a decent sale going on, but the problem was I couldn't find any sizes and also the shit was ugly. So my dumbass ventured off into the full price section, but I found the sales section in the full price section and I told you guys you'll find a lot of cute stuff that are still like... I guess they're still a little bit cheaper than, like, everything else, but they're still kind of, like, pricey, but... Anyways. Not... Oh, fuck, I can never tell where the fuck I'm going! West. I'm going west. Yeah. Okay. So... Yeah. It's still like it's a it's still somewhat cheaper than the full price, and they have like, I guess, better looking stuff and more sizes. However, shit's not cheap, and I was under the impression that they were gonna be on the super sale that was going on. It was like on sale and then fifty off extra, but of course my ass has expensive taste in fucking chooses everything that's not in the part of the sale like half the bikini not even half more than 80 percent of the swimsuit bikini whatever section was on sale and like 20 percent of it wasn't on sale and of course like i only have two items from the good sale and like the rest of them are all from full price or they were sale, but they didn't have the additional sale. They were like probably $5, $10 off, but they weren't. Anyways, I'm over here thinking my order's gonna be $100 and I'm like bracing myself and whatever. Fucking $200 for swimsuits that I know I'm not gonna wear. Just because, um, when we go on these trips, like I rarely ever have any free time to do anything that I wanna do. But I think it might be a little bit different because we're going to be there for so long. Anyways, I found myself like four or five bikinis and I really don't have any fucking swimsuits at the moment. That like fit or nice sets that I haven't already worn. And um, yeah, so I found some cute ones and I'm excited. I'm going to definitely make an effort to like take some pics. I'm going to even try and go maybe to like a beach or something wow my boyfriend's really just holy shit you know like you're special to them now and whatever but like my man's definitely like been around the block like a few fucking times and I know every like he's been to this place we're going to Florida and he knows like the weather already and all that off the top of his head every time we go places he's like oh this is what's there like he's been there before and obviously more than once by the amount of knowledge that he has and I just think like every time you've been like that's definitely a girl that you've taken with you anyways yes I'm jealous 
but like it's more than just jealousy it's just the awareness that like this man's a thoughty and goes through girls like hotcakes it's just the awareness so I kind of get a little bit in my head over that but I shit just missed my exit or did I? I didn't even miss it yet no it's definitely the awareness that you know not the first girl to go with him and you probably won't be the last but in my head I'll always be the favorite he told me the other day that him and I were really close I need to ask him if we were closer than one of these other girls he talks he says, he says that we're very close we are really close actually anyways and how did we get that closeness forged through like jealousy and all that and the fact that man was a thought <laughs> anyways I see my memories from like a year ago today and I just see like a bitch was really going through it for like a long ass time <laughs> for a long ass time I was really suffering So, back to what I was really talking about when I said, like, you're better off when you don't talk to a lot of people. You're happier when it's just kind of your opinion and, like, you just living independently of what other people think. I'm going to say this again. Like, the opinions of other people will only and always slow you and drag you down. When you're living for other people and not living for yourself, you... Well, just, you're always going to be stuck, right, on what other people think of you, on pleasing other people, on suffering in silence because you want to look good on social media, and it's all very real, it's very alarming, it's kind of scary, the things that we're willing to do in order to maintain what other people think of us. So, my thing is that I've always been again I said this earlier a lone wolf a lone thinker I've just been living by myself right I I don't have friends I don't have anyone to compare myself to I just kind of live my life and I was lucky enough that what I got was like good enough for me to again live independently now I've been I guess faced with the opinions of what like sorry not the opinions but what other people think of me like their opinions have been kind of getting thrown at me left and right in one of my podcasts I talked about my teacher and then I talked about this other girl that really talks about talked about me in her her show like I was a fucking hooker I talked about that birthday party where that guy was calling me a hooker and I really came back to like do I care what other people think about me? Do you care about what other people think about you? And I've always believed that, like, as long as I was happy, as long as, you know, I know what I'm doing is right. Not right, but, like, as long as I'm happy with what I'm doing and happy with myself at night, like, does it even matter what other people think of me? Especially when I put myself out there so much on social media. And I 
always assumed or thought people would just think like, okay, no, I've been, I've been aware that like me, because my boyfriend had so different houses, me switching houses on my social media might kind of look like I'd be going from guy to guy and have two men, but I'm like, wait, that's just one guy. (laughs) But Again, I, I sometimes I clarify stuff on my private story, my Snapchat private story, but I, I don't really go out my way on my main story. So, like, again, do I really care what people think about me enough to clarify, like, I'm not guy hopping? And I guess people can also see that you're, like, jumping from house to house and think, oh, wow, she's just, she's just everywhere. She's a hooker. <laughs> As I guess they have been thinking. Now, the other day, not even the other day, last year, I went to this restaurant, and a girl from my high school was there. Oh, my God. She was working there, and I was like, that's fucking great. And every time she passed her table, she would fucking, her eyes would, like, dart onto us. Her head would, like, turn. Like, her, not even head. Her eyes would be on us, and I'd be there. Like, that was so embarrassing, but I really just had to own it. And even one time I called her over to ask her a question and she's just fucking like her eyes were just on my man and on me. And I was just like, this is embarrassing, but like, what can you do? Right. And I was like, sometimes you you can't, there's nothing that you really can do. You just got to fucking live in it. an example of like how much do I why is it beeping when I wasn't on the 407 are you fucking rude charging me for what that looked like a free highway to me what the hell why is it what's my transponder beeping like that wasn't just a free highway I guess it wasn't told me the other day she hated Sheen, but now she's shopping from Sheen. She's showing off to me the other day saying, oh, I bought, guess what I got from Sheen? I thought you said you hated Sheen. I hate Sheen. Personally, Sheen is the cheapest fucking store I've ever seen. Cheapest. I bought from there, literally haven't worn a single thing, and I gave all of it away to my little sister. Because, like, I guess she can get away with wearing cheap shit. I don't like that stuff. It looks so fucking cheap. Like, it says made in China by a little child all over it. It's fucking wrong. I don't like that. Anyway, so I had to decide how much I really cared about, like, what other people think of me or whatever. And I still I guess struggle with it lately I've been more embracing of it like the more I move away from high school the more I'm like okay I guess this is this is my life right now I'm just like accepting it 
And of course, every time I see people I know, it's going to be embarrassing as hell. But anyways, back to the opinion. So it's one thing to see someone and like be like, okay, that's embarrassing. But then like, there's another question of like, knowing what they're actually saying about you so it's one thing for you to see them and whatever and have that awkward fucking surface level encounter but then it's another thing to know what they texted about you in the group chat that same night do you guys get what i mean so yeah there is levels to this shit and like the most I see a woman driving this Dodge, and she's driving it super hot. Or it's not a Dodge, but it kind of looks like one. Yeah, so there's definitely levels to that shit. Um, How badly or how much do you care about what other people are going to say about you and your sugaring stuff? Now... Once you know less people, like, you have less opinions to hear. So it's one thing she wants to go text about me, but, like, at least I don't know. Now I come into the argument of, like, or the question of, like, is not knowing better than knowing? If I'm in my room, and I I apply this kind of thinking all the time. If I'm in my bedroom, and there's a spider in my room, I'm deathly afraid of spiders. Would I rather not know, or would I rather know? Would I rather know what that girl's talking and saying about me behind my back? Or would I rather just keep it that behind my back? Would I rather know whether my boyfriend is cheating on me? Or would I rather keep it not knowing? And even though I act like I always want to know and I'm always investigating, like deep down inside of me, like I don't want to know. That's what number one. And number two is like, if you are, I want you to lie to me. And I want you to lie to me properly. I don't want you to lie to me and I'm able to poke holes into your story. I don't want you to half lie to me and start and then give up. No, I want you to stay consistent the whole way through. You're going to lie to me, which is like, again, I kind of feel like, although we act like we want to know, I think deep down, most of us know that we'd rather not know. And I feel the same way about the opinions of other people. Like I would rather just not know and keep again that independent free thinking of just living my life rather than have like what everyone else thinks about me like be on my mind because of course it's going to get on my mind so now I'm going to get to the specific story after beating around the bush for fucking 10 20 minutes the other day I brought my brother out and we were going to the strip club with one of my friends and my brother and my friend they got way too drunk I was the DD designated driver so I didn't drink at all but um (laughs) I didn't even realize my brother was so drunk until we fucking got out the car and this man was making no sense. Then I realized he was really drunk and even when he came home, he vomited later on. But anyways, they didn't even let him in the club. But um, on the way to the club, my brother was arguing with me. Not arguing, but he was... He shared a very, I think, personal opinion about me and my boyfriend and our relationship which like my boy my brother has met my boyfriend before like we've driven my brother home from work a few times when it was convenient and he doesn't really know my boyfriend they barely even talked my brother talked and my boyfriend listened and whatever and um 
my brother had like such a strong opinion about me and my boyfriend and kind of saying that like it wasn't a good example or something like that (laughs) and saying that my brother my brother said like he'd rather see me with someone struggling some shit like that like saying that my boyfriend was just a pedophile all this shit and um saying that he would never like my boyfriend blah blah blah. he said if you guys ever got married and I said you're lucky because that man does not want to marry me (laughs) I fucking wish but like I don't think that's ever gonna happen um But he says, even if you guys were to, like, he said he would never like him. He'd never look at him as, like, his brother, whatever, all this shit. And caught me off guard. Because my brother and I rarely, we're not really close like that. But, like, recently I've been trying to, like, talk to him more. But after all that night, like, not even because he expressed those opinions, but because he got drunk and all that and how he behaved him taking a break from that boy for fucking real i'm tired of him and he's so rude sometimes the other day he's yelling at me to shut up after i was telling him to clean up his vomit anyways that's that's a whole fucking different story but (laughs) he's so he's such a fucking user so i'm just taking a break from him it's not really my prerogative to be hanging out with him like that anymore like i don't like two users i don't like users and that's what he is to me like when he's in a good mood, he wants to be all buddy-buddy, but, like, if he's not in a good mood, like, no, you can't fucking be choosing when you want to fucking behave yourself. Or act like a decent human. Act like a decent human. So, he was really having strong opinions about my boyfriend and our relationship, saying that he... that I used to be his role model, and that he, like, doesn't I guess see me that way anymore because of my relationship and saying like it's easy to get things handed to you but like do you want to struggle some shit like that and I said to him I said like that's honestly like I thought he I, I think his problem was that he wasn't open to listening and he had really strong opinions like off the bat and Which I didn't think was right. Like, if you're going to have a conversation like that, you should be willing to listen. But I guess he was drunk, too. You should be willing to listen about how I feel about my boyfriend. And, of course, people are going to think, oh, you're, you're a gold digger and all that. But I know, like, our relationship might have started off as, like, a sugar relationship. But it's definitely, like, evolved into more than just that sugaring, Right? now my brother is saying like don't you want to struggle with someone i want to see you struggle like it's easy to find some or start off with someone established but like struggling brings you character and it creates like a deeper connection saying that they don't want a girl unless she's willing to struggle with them and like that is a totally different i think it's a very interesting perspective i agree like to know you're that's what you're looking for in your relationship and that's you value you know the come up and all that but I don't even see my brother being someone like that like he's not 
on his grinding shit or anything. He's not working or anything. Like, well, he has a job, but he doesn't, like, do anything extraordinary. So for you to come at me and talk about, oh, he wants someone who's willing to struggle with him. Like, to me, I think you're kind of reflecting or deflecting your own insecurities. For sure. I feel like you're deflecting your own insecurities of, like, how girls in general don't really want to be with guys who aren't already established like guys who aren't really doing anything but for themselves or like girls kind of want guys with cars and all that like which I see is a common theme and problem amongst a lot of my guy friends like they constantly tell me about how they are looking for girls who are like willing to I guess date them before they're like they they I'm so I've been so bad with my words lately. Let me try that again. They've been struggling. They've been struggling to find girls. Or I think it's also like a confidence problem too, but I definitely understand that a lot of girls, especially like it depends on where you live. If you're in Toronto and it's easy to get everywhere by taking the bus and whatever, or if you have your own place, like, girls want to see one of those. Like, they want either their man to have a place or whatever, or a car. So, I think he's really taking out that insecurity on, to me, that, like, girls don't want to be with guys that aren't established, or guys that are struggling, as he said. And I guess him, my brother, and my friend see themselves in that position of like being in that struggle quote-unquote struggle and so they're kind of taking out their angers on me I think because I'm one of those girls that again have gone for a guy who's already established instead of wanting to be with a man who's struggling now it does scream I guess gold digger but I also said like I like to day older and also my friend said something too like that it depends on the kind of girl that you want for my brother and my friend looking for girls who are willing to go with them through the struggle and I'm not saying that there aren't girls who are willing to like stay with a guy while he's still trying to figure it out there are girls like that for fucking sure what guys don't understand is that it takes more than like being a surface level man who like wants to fuck a girl and wants to have sex like you guys are talking about connections and a girl not even connections you're talking about finding a girl to stay with you through your quote-unquote struggle but like you guys don't do anything that's going above and beyond like you guys aren't getting your girls flowers you guys aren't fucking writing love notes if you're not if you're not doing well in one category in terms of your relationship like you better as hell like you you better be trying to overcompensate like in a different category so if you're not fucking low balling with money if you want your girl to stay like you need to be writing her love notes you need to be taking that extra step in a different way so this raises an interesting point my boyfriend i think money and not even money but buying gifts is kind of his love language and I don't really agree with that. Like, he'll be like, oh, look what I bought you here and there. And, like, not here and there. Look what I bought you and how much money I spent on you. And, like, this is how he thinks he should, I guess, symbolize. Or this is how he he shows his love. And I guess 
gift giving or as a gift receiving is like a form of love language for people and it's justified it's valid it's on it's on google if you google it you'll see that gift giving or receiving can be a love language personally as much as i love gifts and i love gets getting stuff gift receiving isn't necessarily like my love language it's not at all actually as materialistic as i am getting gifts is not receiving gifts is not a um love language that i have right now giving is not one of my love languages ironic coming again from a sugar baby who started this podcast by saying look what he bought me but it's not to me that doesn't symbolize money i'm sorry that doesn't symbolize or represent love it just tells me like you have extra dollars in your bank account to spare and also you guys know that quote or that like it's not a quote it's not a quote it's like a little it's that little story thing you go to that guy because he gave you ten dollars and i gave you five dollars right but he had one hundred dollars he had one hundred dollars and i only had ten dollars i love that quote i love that quote because if you if it's in your capacity to give like it's not impressive. Like you what? You're you're giving out money that you already had. You have an abundance of it. You're not really making any kind of sacrifice. What I want to see is like write me a letter. Write me a love letter. Buy me a card. Write me a card. Show me that you really appreciate me and care for me in like a different way, right? I was we were me and my boyfriend went to watch this movie yesterday, Serrano. Serrano or Sire uh, yeah, I think that's how you say it. And same kind of concept i really identified with that girl roxanne if you guys ever watch it it's an okay movie a lot of singing in it one good song in the middle or towards the end of it it's a really good song i might youtube it but i identified with roxanne who's kind of she's more of like a sapiosexual she's more into the mind like looks are good and whatever but, like, she wants to be mentally stimulated because, like, anyone can fucking be cute. Especially being a girl. Like, that's how we see, like, any man can fucking look good. He can fucking buy you whatever. But, like, how are you going to stand out from the next man who's fucking buying me stuff, right? Like, it's not, it's not hard, I think, to get someone to want to give you money or to spend money on you or to buy you this, buy you that, whatever. How are you going to be different than... That what a fucking idiot. I hate when people... How are you going to show that you care for me, that you love me, in, like, a different way? So, like, you're buying me stuff, but it's... A, it seems, to, for, for my boyfriend, you're buying me stuff, yes, but it seems that you've been buying everyone's stuff. So, how am I more special to you, okay? So, you're spending a bit more money on me than... You are mine. I love that.
sorry, I found this license plate and I'm careful not to drive into the car. I'm gonna send this to my boyfriend. It says, you are mine. <laughs> Anyways, I think he's gonna think it's cringy, but I kind of think it's cute. So yeah, how are you going to show me that you like me in a different way than like anyone else has before and anything else that you've done before? You've spent money on girls before. Like, how are you going to stimulate me in like a different way where like I can go to my friends and say, okay, this is what he did. But I think with love languages, it's I think like an inherent part of a person. And like, while I don't really understand nor see like money as like a love language or gift giving as a love language I guess it's like one of those things where you might not agree with it but you have to respect it and acknowledge it like people I guess show their love in different ways okay so What guys who want to do the struggle and find a girl to stick with them throughout the struggle need to realize is, like, you can't be struggling and still be giving, like, this mediocre version of, like, love. Like, you need to be, or not even love, like, where's the respect? If guys really fucking want to stand out with their women, like, they would try a bit harder to impress their woman in, like, a different way. But they, they just want to do the same shit. And act like they're fucking doing something. My brother's talking about, oh, I want a girl who's going to stay with me through the struggle. But, like, like, what do you offer? You're not, if you're not offering money, you have to offer something at least better. And people got different love languages. So, my brother and my friend saying, oh, we want a girl to stay with us throughout their struggle sorry how the fuck does anyone Anyways, I'm home, but I'm going to just finish up with some last closing remarks. So, yeah, my brother had some strong opinions against my boyfriend. And I just said, like, now my next point was, like, okay. I, I, I always start off, every time anyone asks me about my man, I'm like, that's my boyfriend. Like, that's my man. That's my boyfriend. And I, I claim it. I'm proud to claim it because he claims he doesn't really claim me, but, like, he, he claims me a little bit better than when we first met. So, like, in my, in my eyes, like, that's a W. That's enough for me to be like, that's my man. And also, there's no one who... I like as much as, like, I like him. Like, to me, I think he's cute. I think he's got a funny side. I like his smile. I like a lot of things about my boyfriend. I like his bank account. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But um, I said to my brother, like, you will never. I said, you'll never catch me with someone struggling. 
okay? Like, that's just not me. My brother said he's not even four years old. He's not even four years older than you, two years older. Like, he's so much older than you. And I'm like, okay. So, my friend also said, my friend said something about a top-tier woman. And I said, yeah, that's how I feel. That's what I want to be, right? I said, I'm never going to learn anything from someone who's beside me. Like, I'm never going to be with a guy who's at my level because he's not fucking bringing me up. But he also might not be dragging me down. I'm definitely not going to be with a guy who's below me because he's just going to drag me down, obviously. He's fucking, he has nothing to offer me. Why am I going to, why would I fucking want to be with someone like that? And I mean, if we meet under different circumstances, like maybe I could be open to accepting someone's struggle. But like I've been through the struggle relationship and I did not like it. <laughs> I, I've been through it and I said, never again. That's why I'm here. So I said to my brother, like, I know what I am. What I like about my boyfriend is that he has a lot to offer me. And my brother also kind of reflected or seemed like, you remember how we talked about people that are just so close-minded that they don't even listen to the opinions of other people? Like, I talked about this with Seashell. She's very... I think I'm right. I think I know everything. When in reality, like you're not right all the time and you really don't know everything. And what does that thinking do? It slows them down. It stops them from like actual growth and whatever. Because you can't, you cannot grow not listening to people, not being open to like hearing what other people think, right? Like how the fuck, even if you listen to it and reject it, like at least listen to it. And my brother, I You'll never catch me with someone who's struggling because, like, that's not me. I've done the struggle relationship. You just won't catch me doing it again. And for what? Like, that's not going to bring me anywhere. So I also said my boyfriend, he, well, he might be older and whatever, and people might think that's controversial. He has so much more to teach me, so much more to offer me. My man called me, actually, guys. But, um, just asked me for a picture of my passport he has so much more to offer me than like anyone else does like I'm constantly learning I'm constantly evolving I'm not I'm have yeah I I probably don't use it as well as I should but I learn things here and there from him my brother also had the nerve to say like if you're not struggling like because again I choose a guy who's established like if I'm not struggling then I'm not I don't have any character. My brother tried to say that I'm, I don't have any character. I said, honey, you might not see the struggle, but a bitch went through the struggle. I'm out of the struggle now, maybe a little bit, but my man still fucking traumatizes me. And that's where all my character comes from. I've been traumatized by men my entire life. What the fuck do you mean I don't have any character? I am a fucking character, you asshole. Invalidating my trauma and experiences? Oh, hell to no. Okay. <laughs> I'm fucking funny. Anyway, like, I definitely, you guys know what I've been through. I know what I've been through. You guys know, right? And also, I have to come back and talk about this another time, too, well.